Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. All right, I think we're fishing on the books. You ready to rock? I'm ready. Hey guys, welcome to episode 37 of Fly Cool Shit. What up, Jeffrey P? What is up? I am feeling good. We had a phenomenal weekend this weekend. Is that proper grammar? We had a phenomenal weekend this weekend. I would say you would have a. I would say it as you had a phenomenal weekend. When though? Well. Should I write? How about we had a fun? Uh, our last weekend was phenomenal. We had a phenomenal weekend last weekend. That's <laughs> is that correct? Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, let's roll with it. All right, tell us about well, anyway, it. It was really fun. Um, we had the Jones Beach Air Show. Um, unfortunately, we had two weeks of great weather, and then the Friday show was able to get practice through somewhat. And the weather started rolling in and Saturday and Sunday got canceled. But oddly enough, um, everybody was so um, shit. I'm going to burp. I'm drinking this. It's so fancy. I found it on the counter. Um, my wife must have got it from like the grocery store. It's called Galvanina. It's Italian sparkling mineral water because I won't drink American sparkling mineral water or Canadian. Spark- I want Italian sparkling mineral. It's got to be Italian. It's like, yeah, it's like bubbling. And I'm, you know, like when you feel a burp coming on. And, oh, yeah. um, so it's gonna, it's gonna happen. I'll just keep talking and, and then I'll just burp. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so everybody, it was amazing how everybody came together with this air show and, um, you know, Memorial day was Monday. Um, shout out to all our vets and people in the military. We all love you. Um, and, uh, and thank you, Mark. Mark is a uh, service member. So thank you. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. We got to talk about that too, because there's like a, there's a little issue that I had with some, some people that were non-military, but, um, okay. we'll get into that. So yeah. I can't, so I can't Monday, wait. Yeah. So Monday was great weather and, um, everybody stayed around like, you know, Goulian stayed an extra day. Um, Bunny G. Couple, yeah. The Don stayed an extra day. Um, the Thunderbirds pushed to Monday. Did you um, ask him, the- did you ask Mike when he's going to come back on and do the Red Bull part of his interview? So I actually, um, I had dinner with Mike, um, over to, what was it? I had dinner with Mike on Sunday and by dinner, I mean, I sat outside his hotel room and I ate dinner. I ate my own dinner while watching him. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <just kidding>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting um, for the part where I'm like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, okay, I would just be fangirling. I don't even know like what I would be. I don't, I don't know what I would do. Dude. I just giggled when I like, it's just, uh, ugh, I can't even, no, no, we had, we had dinner and he comes uh, in, he comes in, he's like, Hey Jeff, how's it going? And you're just like, <laughs> so funny, Mike. <laughs> oh, I love it when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like it's just uncontrollable awkwardness all the time. Um, <laughs> God damn. He's just so good. Um, yeah. I'm like, I'm just, even like even right now, I'm like I can't even think straight just thinking about him. Total fangirl right now. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so everybody everybody pushed to Monday. Um, 
demo teams, everything. And they had an air show on Monday and it was, it was really neat, especially in New York. Oh, that's actually really cool because that is not very um, – it's not common to push a show day. I, right? I don't know that I've ever heard of that. Especially on a holiday. Like everybody – like, you know, for 90% of people that work these air shows, it's it's a job. It's not like you and I where oh, – here comes – excuse me. You have to mute that out. That was gross. Um, <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like 90% of the people where like – I mean – yeah, where everybody's going to have a good time, like the you know it's their job, so it's it's kind of similar to you know I'm sure they all every, all these airshow guys I'm sure you know love their job, but it'd be like you and me like we're working and we love our job, but if the boss was like oh you got to come in tomorrow like you're gonna go, um, and it's just it's it's amazing that that they uh, they did it with such uh, high energy and um, I don't know it was just really cool how they did it and they had an airshow. Um, I love it. I bet everybody's just so freaking glad to be doing air shows again. I can't, I mean, you know, even, even, um, you know, Mikey has so many other things going on that like, it's not hit obviously. Well, I won't say obviously I, I would imagine it's probably his favorite thing to do. One of his favorite things, if not the favorite thing to do. Um, yeah. but you know, these guys that like, like the, the, the demo teams, like the full time, um, you know, the Thunderbirds are only doing shows, you know, and so to mm-hmm. to get these these big teams um, that that's kind of their only thing, I I would imagine that 2021 they're just like chomping at the bit like oh you want to move it a day yeah well we're we're fine just move it let's do this you know that's yeah. cool I, I bet uh, I bet everybody's just so ecstatic to be performing again and when they said it you know that they were doing this show I was like they were like yeah we're gonna have it on Monday I'm like yeah okay like not happening we can't even fix potholes here. How are you going to push right. the entire air show to a day? But they did That's it. That's impressive. Really cool. Anybody, and everybody is super appreciative. Is everybody, is anybody talking about that? I mean, I'm not kidding. I'm going to burp too. Oh, wine burp. Um, oh, is anybody right? talking about the logistics of moving an air show a day and how no. impressive that is? It was just like, Oh, it happened. And like, I was in, I was like listening to this shit going on and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, does anybody like not like ecstatic or, just like there should be like hip hip hooray like you know like this thing you know for the FAA and the Parks Department and everybody was just like yeah we got to move then all right cool we're gonna do it and I'm like somebody needs a an award or a, a pay raise yeah. something something because Rob Ryder uh, he was the was he the chief announcer um yeah Rob was there Wayne Boggs um, I'm surprised like nobody's you know this this should be more talked about because. I, I mean, it would be great to get somebody like I should reach out to Rob to see if he'll come out. He'll he'll come on um, because Rob Ryder. You know, yeah, he he would he's be such a great a person. Guy. He's honestly he's like a great guy. He's a really great, great guy. guy. I really love but him. He, I just yeah. The logistics of like getting a new air show waiver, right? Because all the waivers expire probably like the right, you know, the day, uh, the last day of the show at whatever, three or four p.m. Right. Yeah. You know, these the, the where you can open the airspace again and obviously Airboss has control of that stuff, but like having the Airboss approve and, and getting waivers and uh, show logistics and vendors. I mean, dude, there's a lot to um, move in an air show or just extending an air show a day. Snow cones, snow cones. Oh, snow cones. That was the hardest part. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine if the snow cone vendor was like, you know what, dude? Uh, We're, we're, no, we're not, we're not doing it. Not doing it. And then the whole show just crumbles. Yeah. Then the T-Birds have to come down. And they got to be like, hey, listen, you know, Rich, Richie, 
Richie, you got to have your snow cone machine there. Otherwise, we're not going to perform. We're not coming yeah. if there's no shaved ice. It's just I'm not, not getting happening. in that goddamn jet unless there's, you know, tiger's blood snow cones readily yeah. available. But yeah, R- Richie cool. came through. Richie came through. That's cool, <laughs> man. I'm, I'm, uh, so I've been going not to, uh, uh, I want to hear more about John's Beach, but I, I, uh, I've been going to Fleet Week, which is, you know, like there's, there's several, right? Like New York has a Fleet Week, San Francisco has a Fleet Week. Like there's several kind of, um, water, I won't say water based, but kind of like, you know, shows near water. Um, I've been going to Fleet Week since I was like a little kid. And man, having it not happen last year was, was devastating. You know? Well, hopefully they have it this year. I hear, I, I see we we have oh. somebody in a green room. Oh yeah, we're gonna have to save this whole t- Jones Beach talk. This is like a this is a little like teaser teaser episode for next episode. All right, sorry about that, guys. Uh, should we try to say who we ha- were trying to have on and we were having technical issues with? We were trying to have the best right three quarter snap roll person in the world. Um, sorry, left three quarter snap person in the world. Sean Brodigan, and he's at Sturgis right now, but he didn't have his computer. He was trying to find a computer. I don't know what kind of computer he had. Um, Some North Korean bullshit computer. Yeah, something from Kim Jong-il that only allowed, you know, anti-America propaganda, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yep, (laughs) yep. Um, So anyway, um, yeah, I was just saying... um, about fleet week. Like that's like my favorite. That's like our big overwater, obviously over San Francisco Bay. It's amazing. Right. Um, yeah, it's right by the bridge, right? Oh, it's like you, they, you see both bridges, you see the, the Bay and golden gate bridges, uh, for the show. It's, it's amazing. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a fun show and it didn't happen last year, which was a huge bummer. Um, why didn't it happen? Yeah, I know you, you just love go- it when the sailors come. Oh, I love it when the sailors come. You're just there tap uh, dancing on tables every oh, day. Yeah. Shirtless. <laughs> oh, um, I love it. Yeah. So um So yeah, so we had so let me get back to my story. So we um So anyway, I, was, I, was just saying that I hope it comes I hope, hope it comes again this year. Um and I'm jealous. Oh, it's not even it's not even scheduled? No, it is. It is. It's scheduled this year. I it just they you know it canceled last year because of COVID. Um Ugh. so so this year I'm 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 just super juice. So I'm I'm jealous. I'm sitting here jealous of the Jones Beach Air Show. Stupid Kung Flu. Right? <laughs> that was a great gimmick. <laughs> the fact that that uh, I love it. <laughs> Kung <laughs> Flu. <laughs> um but yeah, so it it was a cool show. I didn't go. I just saw some video of it. Um I didn't even go. I didn't. <laughs> you hang out with you just hang out with the, the with with the the celebs and then don't go. I'm too good for the show, man. No, I just you know what it is like. It, there's there's not a lot of ways in and out where the beach is, and you never know how many people are gonna go. So, um, what should we call it? Um, time out one second. I got Willie Retz off. That's fine. Next week is cool. I was back on, but cool. Yeah, I kept giving recording errors, um, which is a bummer. Okay, cool. No worries. Let's do it right. Yeah, we'll try to get him on. Try, right. try to get him on uh, next week. Yeah. 
Sturgis. Um, all right, yes, yeah, so this host kicked you out of the call. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> what? Well, I'm, yeah, he keeps trying to come back in, and and it doesn't record, and then it like messes up the, um, it messes up the recording. So I'm just like, if it if it air, I don't want it to error and then like not record. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, so there's like there's one there's, there's um. There's only a couple of roads in and out of this this beach where the air show is, and you know each day on a popular day they'll get a quarter million people there, and getting out of there is a disaster. So oh, it must be, yeah. So it's not, you know, it was like one of those things too, where like you know, um, the kid we already had something on Sunday with the kids, um, so they couldn't even go, and. Um, it's just I was like, oh, I don't want to deal with the traffic and being around people. Um, so um, but I did tune into the live air show TV feed, which honestly, they do an amazing job. Live yeah, air show TV. It's yeah. like a it's a real show. They got like the whole, you know, commercial timeout burp. Excuse me. We should talk to them <laughs> um, because I keep forgetting that they film these big air shows. <laughs> no, that we should we should um, they should advertise. We should get them to advertise because. They need to be advertising that they do these events. Like it's one thing that the air shows advertise that the events going on, but I forgot live air show TV was actually doing a live event for Jones beach. I would have watched it. Yeah. Well, they got the recording. You can still just go on YouTube and, uh, and check it out. Um, so yeah, so, um, I got to go to a, um, so they don't have any banquets or dinners anymore because of the Kung flu. And, um, one of the dinners was at my really good friend, Dave's house. And he had everybody over um, and I was super excited to go because, you know, the, the Don, the Godfather was going to be there. I was, you know, gonna, gonna, I was ready to kiss the arresty ring and um, <laughs> the arresty ring. <laughs> I just came up with that. Um, I like it. Noted. And the guy, he he didn't show. He didn't show that night. Really? And that was a fr- that was a Friday night. And like, it's if anybody's not going to, if, and he is, if anybody cannot show and we still, and you, and it's still going to be loved, it's going to be, it's going to be Don G without yeah. a doubt. Oh, you know, oh but yeah. And in, in, in his defense, um, he did text and he had like a six, six AM interview. So he probably got to get up at like four thirty. you know, shampoo, the hair, condition, oh. the hair, comb, the hair style the hair i mean that right there is an hour i mean it's a regiment it's at least it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle does he have somebody come with him like he has a stylist he has to right at this at this level of the game like i'm i'm fully assuming that he showers himself you know washes himself body wise probably washes his hair but then gets out and it's it's stylist time Right. I imagine I imagine that he brings his own barber chair and like a nice like and like, you know, he's he's so on brand with everything. And like he, he's sitting in this like really nice salon chair that, you know, he made mobile like best tugs probably made some type of like device to wheel it in and out. Yeah. And, you know, whatever that drape is, you know, like the barbers, they put the drape on you mm-hmm. like that goes over him. But it's like Watt engineering sponsored by Bose, heart, was- soul, you know. I was just going to ask if the barber chair was yellow and said "wat" on it. Oh, it definitely did. It, it lights it up because yeah. it, it lights. It's, it's got LED. Yeah. <laughs> LED strobes. 
We love you, Michael. Oh, God. We, yeah. we, we like, teeter on smokes, the line of getting... Smoke's, come, smoke's coming out of the bottom of the chair. It's just like, he's such a stud. He's such a stud. It's got champion bugs. Um, yeah. No, what is he? Does we he use... Keep going. Or, he uses his champion, right? Crap, I should look it up. Um, the Tempest? I, I would assume champion. No, I don't it's think it's got to be champion. Guy. Yeah. Although... Tempest is a uh, is a good plug from what I hear. Tempest is a great plug. Um, I, I've heard that as well. I've always used Champions. No, uh, do shit. I don't even remember what I use now. No, I use Tempest, but I use the thin wire. A lot of people are saying go to the thick wire. Ah, uh, the massive uh, electrode. You mean use yeah, the right yeah. term, Would you please? Well, I don't. The thick. The listen. Everybody says use the girth, the girthy ones, and I I refuse. No, I don't know. So can, can we sidetrack a little bit from Jones Beach? Because I was going to save this for the next podcast when it was just okay. you and I and we didn't have a guest. Okay. But I had, dude, I, I'm smiling from ear to ear. I had an amazing something happen today. So are you there? I'm having kind of, yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? No, okay. don't tell me. Oh, I got no, you no, back. No, you there? there? Yeah. That's weird. What the hell? Maybe, maybe it's you. Can't be me. Ah, uh, whatever. Um, can you still hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, my Yeti's all good. So I was having like not a bad day, but like you know, Tuesday, um, I had to take off for something that we'll talk about at another podcast because it's too long of a story, aviation related, a lot of fun. Um, so today was my first day back at work after the holiday weekend. So I had like a million things to do, like nothing that was like. And no problems, just, you know, just daily duties and, and errands and stuff to do for work. And even my partner was like, are you OK? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just like flooded with a ton of shit to do. And, you know, a bunch of it is just depending on other people to get back to me. And then I get back to them. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Anyway, that happens. And then I'm going to send it to you right now. And then during that, at about 10 o'clock, this happened. So open up your text message. I have I have a text message from. Jeffrey P. It's a screen. It's a screenshot. This is a, a screenshot. Okay. Oh wait, hold on a second. Fuck, I fucked it up. Do you want me to read this to everybody, or? No, you don't even know who it's from. I don't know. Stand who it's by. From. Stand by. Stand by. This will be worth it, listeners out there. Just keep listening to this garbage stuff I'm saying right now. Fucking dead air. This dead air bullshit because this is where dreams come true. All right, try that one. Okay. All right. I've got a second text message. Oh, shit balls. Right? <laughs> really? Like, boner alert. Can Total. we say? Can we? We got to. Yeah, gotta, of we course. Have to say it. We have to say it. <laughs> so imagine me. I'm just like, not having, a, not having a bad day, but I'm just like, oh, shit. I got a ton of shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's got a ton of stuff to do and you know, you're just not happy, but not upset. It's just like, you know, you just, ah, fuck what a day. And then you just do tell. Cause I can't, I just, I have a massive erection right now. Listen, if one of my kids died and I got that text, I'd, pr I'd probably feel a lot. I'd, I'd be like, you know, I got another kid. It's cool. Life so, will go on. Do you want me to read <laughs> the first part of this text? Yeah, you can read it. It's gonna, short and sweet, everybody. But so I'm gonna read. Um, I'm gonna read this this text. Jeff, it's from somebody we speak about. 
Yeah. All the time. Uh, I'll say who it is after. This is pretty cool. This is, and this is, this really speaks to the podcast. And obviously, um, you know, we, but how cool is that? Right. How fucking cool. It's super cool. (laughs) And I, I appreciate anytime I get one of these texts and it's usually not from people of of this stature. Uh, A few times it has been. Certainly, we we appreciate anybody reaching out to say what they like or dislike about the podcast. Hopefully, oh, totally. it's it's, um, even like the but, kid from Kansas that didn't even know us and like was listening. That to me was like I heard about that from the other guy at his house in Kansas, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, super. That cool. is so freaking cool. Like, no, oh, super cool. Yeah, cool. So here it is, Jeff. Man, I have to say your podcast had me smiling and laughing. Good stuff, Jeff. Hope you and the family are well. See you at nationals, and maybe you will let me sign your card. Game on. <laughs> <laughs> that's from Goody Thomas. Holy shit. Yeah, that's right, everybody. The good. Be jealous. The Goodman. Be, be jealous. That's that's freaking cool, dude. That's that's really cool. I, I, we're just, you know, we're Goody. Do you have the chills? Man, is he? He's the best guy. He He's I mean, he's one of the best. Is it? It's sickening to know how good he is. And it's just like, meh, whatever. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just chilling at home. No, but I definitely want to get him on the podcast because the guy outside oh, of being have him on. outside of being one of the all time greats, um, he's in great shape. And I really want to do a whole podcast on workout routines and stretching regiments and shit. I got some more of this sparkling. Excuse he'd be, me. He'd I'm be never, really good to talk to about skin. that because he he seems yeah. like he's he's big into that. Like most, I mean, obviously, you know. AJ seems to AJ Wilder seems to be big into like um, building muscle. There's a few Snickers out there. That, bars. Like, Snickers bars, you know, HGH. No, I'm just kidding. Um, 12 ounce curls. But why is just like just <laughs> just freaking get getting swole up, you know, which muscle yeah. um, muscle mass is, it has has a role in aviation fitness. Most people seem to be in, in cardio, right? Like um, big calorie oh. burns and, and, and leaning out and things like that. What do you like? we obviously all have our own workout routines, but what do you think is a better, obviously probably a combination of both, but if you had to pick one, I mean, do most people gravitate towards cardio? Do you think for better G tolerance or just better overall fitness to be able to handle multiple flights a day, like endurance? I've heard, I've heard many people, but not, they're not experts in the field. Like, you know, they're all air show or aerobatic, you know, competition guys talk about this, but I've never heard an expert, but most of the air show, Aerobatic guys say that cardio is not as good as um, lifting weights for G. Like if you lift weights and build muscle, it's better for G tolerance. Cardio is is not good for G tolerance, from what I've heard. Um, yeah, I've heard that as well. So I have not experienced I've never because um, I, I I've been you know cycling a lot over the last year and a half, and I, I don't know that I've noticed the degradation of my G tolerance. Have but you been cycling at all lately? Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I do oh, probably a hundred miles a week. Do you do the Peloton or do you go outside? Outside when it's nice. I mean, I, I can't which is every day, which is every day, <laughs> which is which is three hundred and sixty two days a year in California. Um, I can't nice. bring it to myself, dude, to to jump on the Peloton unless it's raining. But no, I, I go out. I'll go out and I'll do um, twenty twenty five miles. I I do at least a hundred miles a week. Um, Good for you. Yeah, it feels great, and um, I worry. Not that I, I, I'm not somebody that has to worry about G tolerance in terms of, uh, you know, I don't have a, I don't have a need to keep it up other than, you know, teaching. And that's a very, you know, I, I don't, I, my, my flying is not that G intensive. It's just not. 
especially outside stuff. Um, <laughs> Yo, speaking of being me being fat, I just opened up Aerobatic Pilots and Jeremy Wicker. <laughs> he just posted a picture of some fat ass. He's like, me listening to Jeff talk about how fat he's getting on FCS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good uh, that's timing. Fucking, that's fucking great, Jeremy. <laughs> that's great timing, dude. Um, but yeah, like I gotta get, I, dude. I wish I was one of those people that was just so into working out, and I just I'm, I've get I, not. I guess I given. I don't know. I shouldn't say that, but. Like, you know, those people that are like, oh, if I don't go to the gym, I have the worst day ever. Like, if I don't go to the gym, like, I don't know, like, I just have a normal day. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not that. And I got to get in. I wish I could be addicted to it. You know, I tried the Peloton thing and I don't know. I just like, it's uh, the clicking in. I'm not into clicking into pedals. I'm just not into that shit. I'd rather just pedal normal. I don't know. Put normal um, pedals on it. You can just put normal pedals on it. Can you? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll do that. Maybe that. Maybe that's the the fix to my my flubber. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't know. So I fly best when I'm. It's not necessarily whether I'm lifting weight or cardio. I fly better when I'm, you know, fitting into straps and G tolerance. I've never really had an issue too much with. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna not fly for a while and then go pull, pull, pull and and you know blow my lights out. Um, kind of smart about it, believe it or not, but. You know, I never really had an issue. Um, you just got to work up to it a little bit and don't be stupid. Um, yeah. But yeah, I got to get into So yeah, next podcast, we got to get, I, I love for Goody to do it with us because, um, you know, the guy from the way he looks, he's just, the guy's in great shape. So he's, yeah. he must know that must have some type of regimen that he can let us in on. I was actually going to ask the Don to do it because, you know, you know, Don G is, is in great shape too. Great shape. Yeah. No, he's in great shape, dude. And what's funny is that um, G tolerance, typically the things that make you unhealthier, lend itself to better G tolerance. Like if you're shorter, it's better. If you're a little bit heavier, it's better. If you have like if you eat more red meat and, and have a higher protein meat diet, it's it's better. Like all these things, yeah. Kind of not, you know, not necessarily um, what you would think would make you more fit for G tolerance kind of make you more fit for G tolerance. So it's, it's gotta be a line. I mean, there's obviously gotta be some sort of bell curve or something to where, you know, your cardio and muscle building, uh, trans, uh, I don't know, transcends the degradation of your G tolerance and actually does build G tolerance. Cause you're that much more fit, but typically yeah. like length, lengthy pilots, taller pilots, skinny pilots do not have good G tolerance. It's sh- kind of shorter and stockier people that, generally have more. Yeah. And I guess that's probably, you know, to preface it, it's a natural, I'm, I'm using air quotes, natural tolerance. Um, whereas, you know, it's, you it's know, too funny like too, because I'm, I'm like thinking about our podcast and I'm, while you're talking about it, I'm like, uh, maybe we get somebody on like this right now. I'm thinking like, I'll maybe we'll get a doctor on or something like that. But don't you think that's just boring to talk about? Like when you get some like number cruncher on there and he's like, well, the way that the blood flows through your, you know, your, I'd much rather you know, have your, through your, yeah, I'd right. much rather hear Goody's like, routine than like a doctor. Yeah, exactly. We don't need fuck science. That's super bro sciencey to be like. I don't want to hear a doctor say it, but like, yeah, I I would much rather hear kind of real world like what works for somebody. Um, Let's talk about Airbags. Okay. And while you were saying that, I was thinking about like you know Goody and Mike because they're in great shape. And then off of that, because I'm ADD, I'm like, oh, I wish my you know Don G Mike would come back to competition, and that's 
you know what? It's like, it's never going to happen. Like he did it. He, he won. He's amazing. He doesn't have anything else to prove, but yeah. maybe we could talk him into doing a four minute free. Like, I feel like we need to, I feel like a lot of these guys will, you know, we can hope and pray and petition to get them to come back and fly. I seek arrestee, but it's never going to happen. Like, let's be real. Dude, but if we held a four, four minute free nationals, uh, just a strictly, <sighs> you show up with a four minute free. And you fly at what? Let's say you fly. Let's say you fly the same free twice, three times. Let's like, do one sequence. One, one sequence. Who cares? Okay. More. You can. You can. You get a. There's a practice day, and then it's four minute free. Oh time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what totally I mean? Like practice. Like like in front of the judges one time. Fine. Yeah. One and done. And you just dude. That would be so you cool. Literally have you have two pilots in 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 orbiting standby. You call them in. You call them out, and you have this constant wave of people just. Four minute free after four minute free after four minute free. You will get. I bet if we made it cool enough, if we hosted this thing and made it cool enough, meaning attractive enough to get somebody, and we, and if we got a purse, yeah, no, we need yeah, a purse. absolutely, money. Yeah. We got to find out what the cut, like. In all seriousness, we got to talk and get like a general feel. Like if we went to like, you know, X Y Z renowned air show guy who who you know could be Gulli and chat whatever, be like what. How, and not that everything's about money, but let's yeah, everybody's competitive and everything's and about money. Win. Let's be real. Everything's about yeah. money. Dude, if, except, if we had a 50,000, except, <laughs> except for this podcast, we do it out of the kindness of our heart. Um, Dude, if there was 50 grand on the line or a hundred grand on the line, come on. They would do it. Come on. You would get people coming out of the woodworks being like, dude, I'm going to, you don't think Mikey G would be like, dude, I'm going to, I'm just, I'm going to fucking come out. And wreck yeah. the shop. You don't think Chapman would be like, shit, man, I got to talk to Freeman and, and borrow my old extra. And then uh, what we're going to do, and then what we're going to do is we're going to do, you get negative points for every inside tumble you do. And <laughs> <laughs> and 30 seconds off your total time if you try to do a Frisbee. That's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> dude, oh, that was, could you, dude, you host a four-minute free nationals. And it would, yeah. Oh my God, and Rob needs to judge. Let's, because let's face it, like we should, and like Rob should just get a couple, of, not a couple. Of, Rob should get a percentage of it because if he shows up, nobody's going to show up. The guy is fucking mm. incredible. He's just going to win. He's incredible. I mean, no, he's incredible. He, he's got he's got really great figures that that he's doing, and it's no secret how he does it. Um, and he's really really good. So, uh, it kind of. It's like what do we do? Do we handi- should we handicap him? I think we should only give him like uh, 30 seconds at best. Oh my God. I have it. I have it. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for this? Like a sixth. We cover one of his eyes and he has to do it with one eye. Would that even do anything? I don't know, but I feel like it would. <laughs> can we, can, we can you imagine literally- an arrow acro with one eye? Like just like. Try like I mean it wouldn't at, at face well, you value. Have a dominant like, eye. You have a dominant I want to I want to literally tie one hand behind his back and let him fly to four minute free. Literally, dude, tie his try tie the left hand. So like obviously he you know fly the dominant hand with the stick with your right because you're used to it. But you also have to move the throttle with your right. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's a fair trade off, Rob. <laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine being that good where it's a fair trade off to tie one hand behind your back to me? Or maybe yeah. tie his shoelaces together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. 
<laughs> That'd be funny. That'd be that really funny. That would be funny. so funny. I, oh, you know, man. that, yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> that is so crazy. I, I would love to know, like, who would round the top 10 in a national. Or we could just, or we could just stick him in a, um, it wouldn't even matter. I was just going to be like, oh, stick him, stick Robin in extra. But like, he'd probably make me want to sell my extra afterwards. Cause like, <laughs> I tried to do what he was doing. Like never is going to happen. I'd rather see that just cause I want to see what he, what, what that mine does in a three thirty SC. Yeah. I really I don't think he I can fit. He's tall, man. He's tall. Is he? Yeah. He could probably dunk, you yeah. know, in basketball. Yeah. He probably dunk. But, um, Yo, there's not um there's not a lot of airshow performers that are young and that are coming up, huh? I was looking, you know, now that it's airshow kind of passed by this weekend. I was I was going balls deep into scene because I really don't follow airshows too much. Yeah. And um there's really not a, a lot of young talent coming up. And if there and any young kids, not kids, but any of the the younger generation, um really didn't it really weren't in the IC. And if they were, it was kind of like a little bit here and there, but you know, nothing, nothing in the upper categories like longevity wise. Um, there's no, all, like, so. you know, like we've talked about this before and I, I don't want to out anybody. Um, and I'm not in a position to like, you know, Hey, you're, you're an air show. You have a sat card. You're perform air shows. Like more power to you've done. You've done more work than I have. Um, cause I'm, I'm sure as hell I'm sitting on my fucking ass on, with a microphone and you're doing air shows, but there seems to be a crop of, low performing air show pilots. And that seems to be the new wave of non arresty, non I no IAC background. Not that that has to be the thing. Um, Cause like skip Stewart, I don't think skip Stewart's ever competed For, to my, to my knowledge. I don't think skip Stewart's ever competed. And he, and he fucking yeah. rips the guy. The guy's an animal. He's a monster. He um, is very entertaining to watch. We got to get him on too. We talked, we, that's like the fifth time we said this. I've talked to him. He, he's down to come on. I think I talked to him. Are you serious? Him. Yeah. Yeah. I'll reach out to him again. Um, super nice guy, you know? Um, oh, hell yeah. He, he's a, he's a fucking animal. He's an animal. No, no competition backbone whatsoever, but dude, he would show up to the four minute, the Mark and Jeff four minute free contest. Absolutely. And he'd probably do really well. Absolutely. Cause he, well, he's I don't, a know. Phenomenal I don't pilot. know if he would, I don't know if he would do that well because there's a 300 foot floor. In a four minute frame. Well, that's the problem. Is he's got to he's, he, he's got to bump it up off up, the deck a little bit. Yeah, I don't think he goes above three hundred feet to begin with. So no, when when the, when the Thunderbirds are like, oh shit, we we got to do our uh, our low show today. Skip's like, oh dude, I got an I. You can lower. You can have a five hundred foot ceiling, and I'll fucking fly. Yeah, um, he's fucking awesome. But like, yeah. So like, I, and I'm again not naming names. You know, more power to you. Do your thing, but. I don't see that it doesn't like, can you imagine when Chapman and Goulian and Tucker and gosh, I mean, I can, I mean, even Patty, you know, so many of these airshow performers, like when they, when they started doing airshows, Kirby, you know, dude, they, they were, they the were 90s, fucking on fire, dude. Yes. I'll ride on, on fire right now. Back in like the mid nineties, late nineties, it was Susie and an S Ian Groom and 31. Yep. Yeah, um, Gullion, Chapman, Wagstaff, um, and then you also Tucker, had Rocky Hill, but Stein, Rocky Hill, Hanley. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, there's another guy in a Souk 31, uh, red, like traditional colors. Um, I forget his name. I should know his name. 
um, uh, Eric something. Um, oh, Eric Beard. Not no, Eric no, Beard. no. He was, uh, yeah, he was yeah. A, that was the no, actor before. He didn't fight a lot of shows, but um, but yeah, it was just just endless talent of like and, good, and like those, and good they were good. Talent. Yeah, and they, but they were young talent. You know what I mean? It's like they they those when they were doing shows back then, they hadn't been competing for thirty years or doing air shows for thirty years. Now they all have. Right. Yeah. And, and we look at them now and we're like, wow, they're so amazing and so good. But like their routines were really on fire back then. I mean, Leo, get the fuck oh out of here. Dude. Like that guy was that guy was he was killing it, you know. And and so like I, I look at like routines now and this is just purely as a spectator. Kirby. Dude. Oh, my God. Kirby. Kirby would rip it, you know. And now you kind of see the crop of like people that are are air show pilots now. That I mean, may, maybe they will be around forever, and maybe they won't be. Maybe they'll just fizzle out. Um, and maybe there's dabbling, you know, whatever. But it doesn't yeah. seem to me like that same like, man, you really have something. It really f- feels to me as a spectator and as somebody who pays attention to aerobatic flying that a lot of these performers are just they're. Fi- hey, I'm I'm a low, uh, you know, a mid pack performer act that you can fill you can fill time with. Right. At, at these smaller shows or, you know, in between, uh, you know, you got to ramp up a jet act or something like that. And you have a, you know, you have a jet car racing a racing skip. In, you know, after that, I, I, I do my my 15 minutes while the Blue Angels fire up, you know, something like that. There's nobody that's really like that has that like. I'm going to watch you factor yeah. that's young and up and coming that I can think of that's doing shows regularly. Now, Sammy, it, you know. He's he d- is incredible in the S one, but he doesn't do a lot of shows. And and I, for no other reason, I would imagine it's hard to book a fucking Pitts S one show, you know, nationally. Yeah, right. It's it he, can't be that needs, easy. He needs a Jerry Maguire. That's what he fucking needs. You know that that's the thing. You know, it's it, air show acts are like a whole. It's a whole other deal from from competition flying in terms of like you got it. You're an act. You're you are literally a circus act. So how how do you make yourself unique to be booked? And then, you, you know, you see people that like fucking dress up and, and do weird shit just to get booked at air ah, shows. Like, it's like, come on, dude. Um, yeah. so I don't know. I, yeah, I, it's kind of, it's kind of a bummer. I think, I think about that a lot actually, because I would love to see, like, I remember seeing Nick Neilmeyer and I was like, Oh my God, this, this fucking kid, this, this is what I remember being old enough watching Nick be, he was so young. Like, he was so young doing air shows. And there was a couple other guys that were really young. He was so good too. He was, he, so he, fucking good. he was so good. And you watch him and you're like, this kid is going to do this for 20 years and be on top of the scene. He's going to be the act that everybody books, you know, and unfortunately yeah. he died. Um, but I don't, I don't know that I see anybody like that now that I'm like, this guy or, or girl is going to be the it that gets booked. And is yeah has that staying power, and it's kind of a bummer, you know. It makes you wonder, kind of like where it just kind of makes you wonder a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, and speaking of girls, there's really no. I mean, there's 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 a couple women girls in in the uh, in the uh, IAC or competing and stuff, but there's really no like. Um, it's a shame, kind of, because you know you look at some of the past champions like Svetlana, who everybody knows, and um you know, odd and, and they're amazing. And, and, you know, where's the, uh, where's the U S is kind of younger crop. So 
Yeah. It's interesting. Obviously it's, it's financial is, is what it usually comes oh. down to. But. And you know, and that, you know, I, you know, I think, I think about Matt Chapman talking about building a, an S one and, you know, and like scrapping it, scrapping money together to build this airplane to then be competitive. You know, like you can't do that now. There's no airplane no. you can scrap together and be competitive. You know, an yeah. S one's I mean, not even competitive. Like, dude, look at a light coming motor. Cheap, yeah. like a cheap light coming motor is like 30 grand. Like, yeah. Yeah. Look at look at the prop that Massage put on his midwing. It's like yeah. the propeller. For God's that's what sake. that's what that's what Chapman built his S one for. Yeah. Granted, so like, you know, there's no account for inflation there, but still it's like you know, these 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 airplanes are insane now and um it's hard not to feel that pinch, you know. It's hard not to feel that financial like what what the fuck is all this for? You gotta there's I think it's more than you have to do more than just love it. There's something yeah. else, you know what I mean? Like we all love it. Like, you know, I, th- I think about, you know, we were having Sean on, you know, and, and Foster sold Sean his airplane. And I think about like Foster, like he, he obviously has to love aerobatics. He, I'm sure he still thinks about it all the time. Right. Yeah, totally. So, uh, clearly the love isn't enough to keep, to keep it all to get, you know, to keep doing it. There's gotta be something more. And man, when that, that you just watch how much money it costs. I don't know. I think, man, I understand why people get out of it. I understand why people are just like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, I, I do. And I don't. I mean, you really got to, uh, you know, well, let me ask you this. Oh, I, I, this is a great question for you because I, I totally. know what I, I, you're a competitive guy. So you, you are driven by competition. Like, you, like you like that element of it, but would you say, love it. Love it. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's your drive and that's awesome. But I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say you feel or you derive a sense of recreational fun from anything that you're doing, like the practicing, um, the camps, the travel, the competing, um, the logistics of being away from the family. Like, would you say that any of that, like, do you get recreational enjoyment, visceral smile on your face enjoyment from it? Or is it just a drive of competitiveness? Um, so like we spoke about this a lot too. So it's like so many, uh, answers to this question, um, so many parts to it. So, um, yeah, obviously you, the enjoyment comes when you, you know, push past the frustration of learning something or, or figuring something out and you accomplish a goal, whether it's, you know, a certain type of figure, like we spoke about, you know, doing a quarter roll up, how that was big for me, you know, in my early career or, you know, winning a contest or whatever, like you, you you get to these milestones or these goals that you set. And it's a really, for me, at least it's, it's a really great feeling. Um, you know, when, when you achieve them or come close or, um, you know, whatever, you just got to set the right goals. I think certain people are a little unrealistic in their goals and timing. Um, and, and they get a little frustrated, but I think that, you know, what I, what I've always been able to do is you, I feel like you have to, turn it on and off. Like there's a time to be really competitive and there's a time to, to step outside your body and, and realize like what you're a part of and what's going on. Like we're not, I'm not in the NHL. Um, I certainly am not getting paid for this. So there's that yeah. aspect of it. So when you're not flying and when you're not competing or at a, or at a camp, you know, this is a hobby. Um, it's right. a passion personally, but overall it's, it's a hobby. It's a hobby sport for in general. Um, and you have to look at it like that because if you start 
if you really start trying to to take it very serious every minute of your life, you're going to burn out. There's and there's not many people that I know that I can even name. I, I can't think of one person that I know of that was that into it every minute of their life and is still into it. Like it's eventually going to happen. And luckily, yeah. you know, luckily for me, and I hope maybe somebody, not I hope, but you know, if, if you're listening, you know, you might want to think about this where if you, if you force yourself to fly like in anything, but specifically with this, if you have to force yourself to get into the airplane, say, you know, I need to fly. I need to learn this. I need, you need to stop because you know what, if you push, yeah, you'll learn it in six months or a month or a day, whatever you're learning harder, harder, easy. But you know, at the end, at the end of a year or so, or two years, you're going to, it's not going to be fun anymore. So just stop and and don't fly like over the winter. I don't really fly that much because, you know, after flying all spring and summer, um, it's a lot, you know, and, and you get to that teetering point where, yeah, you get that teetering point where it's, it's, I don't want to say it's too much, but you know, this is, this is hopefully something that you could stay in for decades and still, you know, have that, have that flame lit where you're, you're really passionate about it. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people, especially like, you know, in the warmer climate States that are really great weather year round, they fly every day, every day, every day, and they get really good. Yeah. And then they just stop and it's like, well, what happened? Oh, and the classic quote is, oh, it became like a job. Well, no fucking shit. Yeah, you made it a you job. It, you made it a job. That's on you, man. Yeah. And you know, for what, like, do I really like for me, you know, when I, if I go to a competition, training camp, whatever, um, I really believe it or not, as much as I fuck around on the show and stuff, like I really do, you know, try my hardest and I'm very, very focused and I do not joke around in the cockpit at all. That's one thing that I don't think anybody can really take away from me or, or say that I do. I, I do not joke around in the cockpit and I take it very serious, but um, because I enjoy that level of uh, focus and intensity and and training, but sure. you know when you're not when you're not flying and you're around your buddies, what are you gonna like? Like, why would you be that serious? You know, like why? Unless you're obviously if you're learning something and you're somebody is teaching you, you want to pay attention. But talking about like hangar talks type stuff and like downtime, like have fun or or you know just like realize realize where you're at in this in this sport and what it's really about and. And what it will do to you if you take it that seriously, you're going to get like, oh, like, like this judge is giving me this. Like who give, listen, who gives a fuck? You're going to go to work on Monday after whatever yeah. competition you go to. You're going to go to work and everybody at work doesn't give a shit. They have no clue what aerobatics is. They have no clue what Rusty means. They, they don't care. So why Nobody do you cares. care so much what some bonehead who's got a, a stick up his ass gives you on a score? Like, you know how well you flew. Like I've, there's been a couple of competitions where I know like, I, well, maybe I'm missing something, but I felt that the scores were bullshit and like, like, yeah, it fucking sucks. But like, you know, you look at the person giving you the score and they're usually like a dickweed and you know what, <laughs> you're going to go, you're going to go to work the next day. And I can't even remember at this point, you know, specifically what had happened. And it's just like, just go have fun. And like, you're going to know, everybody's going to know who the best is. Everybody's going to know who flies really good. Yep. Um, and, and that's what it is. So yeah, I think, the answer in that long rambling bullshit thing. Um, you really gotta, you know, just realize that this is, this is not, you know, this is not the, you know, the NHL or the NFL or whatever you want to call it. This is, it's a hobby. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> well, you know what's funny is like I, like I think about this when I ride my bike. It's like when I'm when I'm on the bike, I'm not like smiling ear to ear saying, Wee, this is so much fun. You know, it's like you're you're working, you know? Um but it's like there's some there's some other you're working towards something or you're you're on the bike for a reason, you know, and that's okay. But then when you get off it, it you should still you should want to do it again. And that, yeah. I mean, and if you if you don't get to that point where like every time if you if it becomes to and this is with anything if it becomes something to where like you're like you're almost you have a tick to where like like I, a perfect example when I flew um, for a shit bag. One part 135 charter outfit back in the day. I was on Sounds call great. 20. Yeah, it was amazing. Highly recommend it. Um, I was on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right? And my ringtone from I will hear that ringtone <laughs> to hear this. for like two, in, you know, I would get calls at two in the morning, like, hey, you got a trip to Vegas. Hey, you got a trip to freaking Wyoming, whatever. And it got to the point where I had to change that ringtone and then I would hear it wherever I was, if I was just out somewhere, like at a restaurant, somebody had that ringtone, it would, it would freak me out. Like it would, I would have a visceral reaction to that ringtone. And I I will still hear that ringtone to this day. It's that fucking AT&T ringtone. Um, (laughs) Is that it? No, it's like the singular. Is it that one? Uh, I, I can't, man. It's been a while. I would have done like I would have done like a train ringtone, just a train. Like the fact I'd want to like just step in front of a train each time. That's the thing. Feel better, man. It it got to the point where like I couldn't hear that ringtone without without thinking about it. And like you don't want to have that happen in flying, you know. Like to where like every time you get in the car to drive to the airport, you get this weird. You're like, man, why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but um. But yeah, you can't take it seriously. Just have fun with the shit and whatever. But nobody will really listen to that. Um, well, everybody has their own process. Like, and that's the thing is, uh, I'm going. You know, I've already told, I've already talked about it on the podcast, and I'm kind of going through it myself. Is like, I I've always had enjoyment. This this was my enjoyment. You know, like the airline flying was my work, and flying the extra was my enjoyment. Is my enjoyment still? But I'm I'm yeah. I'm feeling it shift a little bit. To where I'm like, it's getting it's in COVID. the way. It must be. It I must think it's be. a kung flu. I really do. Because it just puts a dampen <laughs> on everything. J-E-F-F dot P-E-T-R-O <laughs> at gmail.com for all your hate. <laughs> oh, I didn't even mean it as hate. This is, I'm just reading off the news or the past, the past news. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I hoping my, my, kids go to, I wish, my kids go to summer camp next week. And that will mark months and months and months of abnormal kid at home schedules that'll mark an end to it. And so I'm hoping it'll probably take a couple weeks, but I'm hoping that will start a path of normalcy. You know, we'll see. They're exhausting. They're so exhausting. Dude, they're just, they're money and energy pits. I had to deny my kid dessert because like I made him a nice, my wife uh, was working tonight. So I had to, you know, so not that I had to, but I made dinner and everything for them. You know, I did a craft mac and cheese and some chicken nuggies. Oh yeah. Um, so anyway, so I made him all this food and he had like three bites of the mac and cheese and like one nugget. And he's like, can I have dessert? I'm like, no, you got to like eat a little more. And, um, and then you can have dessert. Cause like, if you're still hungry, you 
You still need yeah. some more, right? Exactly. So then, like, he started, like, not whining, but he's like, well, how many, how many, uh, he, my son sounds like Keanu Reeves. Oh, dad, <laughs> like, how many more bites do I have to have? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, just eat. I'll tell you why. And just, like, eat a little bit more. Like, you obviously didn't eat enough. Um, And that turned into, like, me having to do the whole, I sounded like, you know, I just sound like my dad, where I'm like, if you ask me one more time, you're not getting dessert. And, like, I've heard that you can't go back on your word with kids because then they'll just freaking That's use and abuse you. Because they, 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 no. they will know the line. So if you say no 12 times and on the 13th you say yes, they know to ask you 12 times. Exactly. So like Mace, don't ask me again. Um, or however, I don't even remember how I said it. Um, and then sure as shit, he's like, well, how, is two bites enough? I'm like, that's it. No dessert. And he's like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, like, so, so, um, but yeah, just like, it's just so exhausting. It's like, it's like you're dealing with a, a like a five-year-old drunk person. Like, you know, like your some of your friends that get drunk and you're just like, and you're not drunk, unfortunately. And what's oh, the worst. And it's like dealing with a drunk person all the time. Yeah. Like stumbling all over the place. Sometimes on a sugar high. It's the worst. <laughs> but, Their kids um, are so irrational. Yeah, you're yawning just talking to them. We're talking about kids and you're fucking yawning. It feels like bedtime. Whenever we talk about kids, I'm like, my body just wants to shut down. Yeah. I wish we had Um, more information on this MX that is in France. Because Odds MX. Let's talk about that. Do you know anything about it? Because I don't know. I was really busy this weekend. We have that group chat and I was kind of like just looking in here and there. I didn't really um catch up on all the messages um but i know i saw a picture of it in there what do you know that what do you know what's going on with this airplane so it's the first mx um that's french registered um that was approved by whatever the body is for france um dgac dc i can't remember um i'll have to look it up but um and it got approved really quickly like the airplane was you know shipped there Landed in a crate and then, or, you know, was in a crate, uh, was built and flown within like what seems like uh, the DGAC. Yeah. Um, And and flown within like two weeks. It was very quick. Um, I'm a little shocked uh, at how quickly this airplane was approved. I thought it was going to have to go through EASA approval as well, um, but I guess not. Yeah, so well, she's an I, airline pilot, so I'm sure she had some hooks. Yeah, I mean, and you know, shit, man, she's uh, she's a pretty legit pilot. So yeah, it'll be really is, fun to watch her. Fly this is this. interesting because yeah. now there's really no excuse as to like, you know, the excuse was like, oh, why does everybody fly an SC in Europe? And it's like, oh, well, we can't get an MX over there. Well, there's an MX there now. So um, I'm really excited to see if see who if who's going to jump on the mx bandwagon now because it's there who on the male team do you think would would go first well you know it's really interesting because you know you got that guy mika i don't know i never spoke to him um but he was in red bull and he flew an mxs in red bull and he flies an sc mika in yeah uh-huh um so i don't know if he's just never flown an MXS that hasn't been set up for Red Bull because I'm sure that they fly really shitty if they're set up for Red Bull. If you try to fly them in a Resty, yeah. I would bet. 
So he I, might. We asked somebody um, this, didn't we? Thought we asked somebody this. Probably. I mean, we were we're so popular, and we we interview so many like celebrities yeah. that I can't keep trying. Can't fucking remember who all, all the amazing people we talked to. It doesn't even matter, you know. When somebody's yeah. like, "Oh, uh, thanks for ha- you know, thanks for taking the time to talk to me." I'm like, oh, "I don't fucking care, whatever." I don't even fucking care. What did I say? The people uh, you meet. What is on your the name again? Up, the, the people you meet on the way up are the people you don't meet on the way down, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe the French military will buy one. Maybe so and so. It's it's exciting. This is like you know. I think over the next year we'll know. Like if, well, I don't know. I mean, like fucking like. You know, Jim Burke and Alon, they they bought MXSs. They don't even have fucking have them yet. That's true. And Odd has had hers on order for a long time. Like, like this wasn't MX just made this public. Odd started making this public when the airplane shipped from the US, like, I don't know, a month or two ago, three months ago, yeah. maybe. Uh, I when it was I getting ready to ship for these things. I don't have any money vested in this, and I'm pissed for for them. <laughs> you know? Well, <laughs> There's a backlog, that's for sure, um, which is a bummer because obviously everybody wants to get in these airplanes and start making moves. Um, you know, I think, you know, I guess the idea being like the more people that have them that are on the advanced and unlimited teams, um, you know, the seemingly better they will do. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think do you think this airplane makes the pilot? Is this the first airplane where it's not about the the pilot as much as it is about the airplane? <sighs> um, is the MX the first one? MXS the first one to 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 be that? No, it's it's. I think it's the magician, not the wand. Um, I, I do really too. Do. But, but there's a there's a stigma among the MX, and everybody's going to it for a reason. Well, who's everybody? Well, you're right. You're right. It's not everybody, um, but it is. It is. Obviously, Rob, I mean, without Rob, this airplane, I, I mean, I don't know where MX aircraft would be without Rob Holland, to be honest. I, um, I got to be honest. I got to be really honest right now. And I just, I'm just thinking about this. Yeah. But I bet you not. I shouldn't bet. But I'm just thinking if Philip Steinbeck, basically, let's just talk hypothetical like we always do. So if Steinbeck at Gamebird basically yeah. bought MX instead yeah. and used that aerodynamic shave that airframe the exact airplane and produced it instead of the game bird you know get, put it through the g test and got it certified which yeah. it can i'm sure it can certainly do it's just a matter of, of spending the money to do it sure and it, just the money the airplane could take yeah and um if you use the mxs and the mx2 and started pumping those fuckers out i think it would be a lot um i think mx would be a, a would be selling like hotcakes i really do um, I think so too. You know, and um, you know, it's like fuck, man. MX has has got a great airplane and and a great performer on their hands, and they're just like they're not. I don't know if it's a manufacturing issue or because I know that they're very custom compared to extra. I get that, but dude, like, they're just not. It's Rob and and Rob's got an MXS, and they they just shipped that other one out to the guy in the MX two. That just and it's for the amount of years. I mean, extras up to thirty NGs. Yeah, you know the new two seat monocoque one. Yep. And this is like number three on it. That's like, come on, man. That doesn't give a lot of confidence into the into the buyer. No, and I mean, you know, that's a whole host of. There's a whole host of ways you can take that too. Like, 
one, I'm not going to get my airplane in a, t- it, and I say yeah. timely it's fashion. I mean, it's, it's, it's such a good it's take a long time. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Like it's going to take a long time to get. And then it's like, how on the edge, how fringe is MX aircraft as a company? Um, and I'm not saying either way, cause I don't know, but it's like, if it takes that long to build, um, clearly it's a, it's a, it's a small team that doesn't have readily available parts. Cause you know, let's be real. Even if it, even if you have the jigs, you have the molds and you have what, three, four people, like how long should it take to build an MX? Shouldn't take years. I know. Right? I mean, like, it shouldn't take years. I mean, the guy, the guy from Panzel is making an airplane once a year and this one guy and he's, he's basically shaping wood. Yeah. He's yeah. Whittling shit out of wood. He's going to um, the beach or the lake and getting some driftwood. Old, do, old dock, old dock. Yeah. Dock wood. Whittling, he's fucking whittling away with a little pocket knife. Yeah. Yeah. Just a, a little bit over time, you know, I love the, the image frame, that we're you know? creating. Yeah. <laughs> Just some guy with like a Popeye pipe. <laughs> a corn cob pipe. And a yeah. fucking hat on. Yeah, oh, I'm doing the aileron space now. Uh, dude, we're such assholes. We really are. We're, we're going to hell. <laughs> I know. No, but I, I, you know, you. That's an interesting thing, man. Can you can you imagine if Gamebird and MX married Bought the rights and combined? Yeah, and you were and you were seeing MX twos and and and, and, and MXSs pumped out at three, three. What what are they doing a month there? Three, four, three, <sighs> two, three. They're doing as many as you want. I mean, they got a they got a they got a state of the art plant and like, yeah. you know, a ton of employees. I, you know, obviously we all know that's backed by, you know, one of the walls. Big money, yeah. That would um, be a man. That would be a big play. Maybe shit. What maybe if that GB, was the GB two? Is that the GB two? <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it's so far fetched that it might be true. I hate it's, that that person texted us that he knew what it was and he's not telling us. That's literally like more annoying than not knowing what it is. I know. I had to say, don't tell me. I'm like, I, I don't need that in my life. I don't need it. I know. I, I, I would have told a hundred. I would have told a hundred people that. Oh my god, I would have fucking spilled that. Like you can't tell. Oh, I would definitely tell. So don't tell me. Um, so yeah. So that could be the GB2. What if that was the GB2? What if the GB2 was the MXS? It's 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 probably not. But dude, that'd be. I I don't know that. So Philip, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Philip. Philip strikes me as an artist, as a, you know, um, he's a visionary, right? Like in his own, in his own right. Like he wants to take something and create it. I don't know that he is the type to buy the rights to something and then just build somebody else's airplane. Like even if it did mean, you know, knocking the competition out and in turn getting a stranglehold on the seemingly most capable experimental aerobatic aircraft on the planet. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, don't know I'm, if he would do it. I'm looking at this MXS in France, and for all I don't know if we explained that right to our listeners, but basically MX aircraft is uh, really top of the line aerobatic aircraft, and um, COVID kind of fucked with them. But they they haven't been in Europe, and one just got shipped to Europe. Um, it took some time, but it got there, and it got cert- it got registered under the French. Um, yeah, it's French registered. So it's a big, it's a, owns it. Um, big deal. You know? No, and she's a, she's a it, former world champion, you know? Yeah, it's huge. And um, 
You know, I'm even looking at the airplanes in primer still, it seems. And it's beautiful. It's really, really cool let's, looking. Let's talk about the paint job. Do you know any? So, so what do you know? Talk inside baseball to me. Talk dirty. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know much. Of, I, I actually want to know a little bit more inside baseball on this than than I have. So I saw pictures of it right from like it was like forward looking back. And I'm like, that paint looks like shit. What it, like yeah. is is it just primered? It's weird to see a blue primer. I've never seen a blue primer. Okay. Uh, is it blue satin? Okay. It's probably blue satin. It's a satin paint job. Why are they going to repaint it? Are they going to vinyl it? What are they? What's the plan here? Then I saw a picture that MX actually posted of the airplane taking off. And it's kind of looking from uh, kind of behind the wing, looking forward as it's taken off. And it actually looks kind of cool there. Um, but yeah. it's not, the, it's not, I got it's it. a very plain, just midnight blue uh, satin paint job, very plain. So I don't know. And the other thing too, and I, don't know. I love MX. I really can appreciate what they're doing, but the way they worded this, it, it kind of, I don't know. It, it kind of irked me a little bit and I might be out of line talking. I probably am, but I'm just going to say it. So okay. they wrote, do you know what I'm going to say? I, I, I have an idea. Okay. Is this so they wrote, from their, from, this is from their post on, on. Yeah. It's Facebook? from their post. So they wrote, yeah. They wrote all, yeah. All done 2013, 15 and 2019 <laughs> world champion. And it's like, she's, she, so if they you go to those years, it's, but like she wasn't the overall world champion. No. Um, and I know it doesn't say overall world cha- world champion. She was the female champ. But like, why wouldn't you write female cha- world champion? You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Because like, when you when you write it like that, it's saying that she was the world champion. That does that mean, not mean overall? Correct. And that is incorrect. Yeah. It and is, it is like correct. Six, and it's it's like. Like I get what you're doing from an advertising standpoint. I do, but like to me, it's like takes away from the person who actually won that year. Um, and you know, just be like upfront with what you're saying. Like she was the female world champion. That's that's incredible. Like why wouldn't you write female world champion? It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that kind that kind of like yeah. not that like it was just kind of like uh, don't be don't be like that. Don't do that. Don't be fake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't do that. No, I get that's it. Like, um, that's kind of like being like non-military and calling somebody by their call sign. You know what I mean? Like you're not in the military. <laughs> you don't, you don't get to do I, that. I hate call signs, dude. I hate, hate, I don't like the world of call signs and I'm, I, I'm, I'm former military. I wasn't, uh, um, I wasn't a pilot. So I, you know, m- m- most pilots, there's probably some other entities in the military. They get call signs, but um, I was not a job in which you, people got call signs. Thank goodness. But the call sign thing is so weird. You know, random people calling people in the military by their call signs, civilians that have never been in the military, giving other people call signs and, and like, uh, call me, a, yeah. call me buck. I'm like, I'm not, Hey, settle, settle down, David. Hey, I'm not calling you fucking yeah. buck. Take it easy, Dave. All right. Yeah. Chill, Dave. God. Um, yeah. I, I don't, Unless, I don't, like, yeah. Unless that guy or girl is like, no, you got to no, call me this. It's like, all right, I will call you that. Cause that's what, but I'm not going to just openly like act like I'm part of like something I'm not and be like, Hey, you know, someone's like, Oh, it's just like cringeworthy. It's like, Oh, you want me to make you, that, you want to make your freaking eyes roll in the back of your head right now? Oh, please do it. I want to have when an I orgasm. Fl- 
<laughs> Ew. When I was flying, <laughs> when I was flying for the largest jet fractional company on the planet, I won't say their name, but people probably know what I'm talking about when I say largest fractional jet ownership company on the planet. Was I was it on flying. Netflix? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. Anyway, big company. Okay. <laughs> big company. I got paired up with a guy and uh, typically, you know, you get paired up with a pilot and it'd be, you'd be on the road seven days with that person. I was on a seven on seven off schedule. So you uh, hook up with somebody and it's like, you're, you're on there for a week. I meet this guy and he's like, uh, Hey, I'm i uh, I can't remember his real name. We'll call him like Stuart. And he's like, Hey, I'm it. Stuart. You can, you can call me, uh, you can call, man, what was his call sign? It wasn't Scooter. But it was something like that. He's like, hey, you, you, uh, you know, I'm Stuart, but you can call me Scooter if you want. And I was like, I will absolutely not be doing that, Stuart. So nice to meet you. And he got so he got so weird, like with me the whole rest of the trip because he wanted me to call him by his call sign. And I'm like, you you are an egotistical fucking nightmare and I'm not doing it. Did you like did you go flying with him and be like, hey, kick on the afterburner? Like I would have just totally been a total dick to him the whole time. Some of these, some ex-military dude are, they're, uh, they're unbearable, unbearable to fly with. Is that kind of like how it relates to being like some of these guys that are stuck in high school? Is that how it is? Same shit. Yeah. It's like, Like just, just chill out, man. You didn't get the respect. Yeah. Just be normal, dude. Like you didn't get respect in high school. And like you, you had like artificially forced respect in the military. And now you like. Somehow I think you demand that outside of the military. Stop being a douche and people will start liking you and then you'll probably get more respect. It's a fascinating yeah. concept. But yeah, the call oh, sign dude. thing is always like, like I, again, I won't, I won't mention the company, but a, the large extra operator out of Vegas, you know, all those guys, <laughs> you know, most of them, most of them have called or uh, most of them have never served in the military. The owner or chief pilot, whatever you want to call him, is an ex F sixteen guy out of Nellis, I think. He's, I think he was out of Nellis, um, which would make sense. But it's like, okay, he's got a call sign, and then everybody there has a call sign, and it's like, dude, you were flying fucking twin a uh, twin bonanza before flying this extra in, in Las Vegas. Why do you have a call sign? Stop doing that. Stop with yeah. the call signs. Like it's one thing if like like if. You like my Nick, my friends sometimes call me Petro because my last name is Petroselli. So it's that's easy. It's just a that's a nickname now. But it's but that's, that's my nickname. that's my real like that's part of what I was born <laughs> I was born with. Yeah, um, that's a, that's a like, nickname. That's that's fine. Totally fine. Yeah, and like and call signs like to me like you know what those guys you know do and everything. That's an intimate thing that they do within you know their own group and like how they choose it like. I'm not a part of that. And like, not that I don't want to be, but like, it's like, it's just like being a phony. Like it's just faking it. Like, I'm not going to pose and like, act like I want to be, you know, part of that group. Like, that's cool if you do. And like, that's really great that you got, you got one, but like, I don't have one. And I don't, you know, I'm not in that group and, you know, it just a personal thing. It is a personal yeah, thing. Yeah, that's like, kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. I, and I, 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 Hey, if you're in the military and you had a, you have a call sign that that's fucking awesome, dude. Um, Okay, perfect example. the The school I used to teach at, <laughs> the school I used to teach at, was uh, like so. I taught at Attitude Aviation for years. 
that school was bought. That's a, that's a cool name, by the way. Great, great name. Great name. Owned by a former uh, U-2 and C-130 pilot from the Air Force. He had his issues, but I learned a lot from him. Tons of respect and, and very thankful for the opportunities I was given there because I got to fly so much cool stuff. Um, he sold it to another guy who um, didn't like aerobatics as much and then kind of fizzled out the aerobatic airplanes to the point where the aerobatic airplanes were then transferred to this new school. And I helped transition the airplanes from one school to another and kind of stand up this new school. And we were having these meetings and it was like, we're going to, one of the other, um, one of the other uh, instructors was like, he flew for uh, air combat USA flying Marchetti's for a little while. And um, I have uh, like maybe, I don't know, 80 or 90 hours of Marchetti time, um, which is a super fun airplane to fly. And he was, I I was never big on like the fake air combat stuff, dog fighting, you know, he was, big into it because he loved it at air combat usa he's like we need to we need to do air combat and formation and all this like military stuff yada 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 and then the owner was like yeah and we should give everybody call signs and i was like listen guys (sighs) listen this is so dumb what you you're saying dumb things and i want no part of it it was i couldn't believe it i was like don't first of all don't ever call me. Just, just dude, we're not in the military. Let's stop. Stop pretending that you're in the military. Cause you're not. Let's just be what this really is. And, and not pretend that a pits is a fucking F 16. Yeah. Or an ex- extra is an F 15. Just give like, yourself numbers. Like a normal person. If you're going to fly formation one, two, three, four. And, and that's the thing is <laughs> like, just do normal formation stuff. If you're going to do, if we're going to do formation, let's really do it and not do this cheesy military bullshit. Um, yeah, those it, that's a super like it's obviously uh, if people can tell it's, it's kind of a soft, it's just cringe worthy. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. I, no, because like, that, so. and it's annoying too because like those guys like have call signs they earned it and like then you get some people like that like think they can just get together and be like oh go you call sign like just shut stop please yeah. just stop yeah go away go away kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, and there was like a big, there's a little bit of an argument over like a month ago, there was somebody who was like kind of posing a little bit and got called out and then like, just kept defending himself. <laughs> you remember that thing? I don't know if we was, can talk about it. Was this, uh, with, yeah, with Joshy? Gosh, am I, that's ah, all right. We shouldn't talk about it. I'm, I don't even remember with Josh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be a bully. No, no, Josh was it was funny about it. Um, it was the other person that kind of made a fool of himself. Oh, um, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to be. We'll sound like bullies if we talk about it. Yeah, that was that was embarrassing for that guy. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, so- the internet's been the internet's been <laughs> funny lately. There, do you feel like the aerobatic pilots page has been a little quieter lately? Um, it has, I think because the, uh, COVID's kind of opened up a little bit. So people are getting outside again. I think that's which the only good. reason why. Yeah. Which is really great. Um, I think that there's also, um, you know, our podcast, which is fucking amazing that people are kind of working their way to, um, getting all their information, believe it or not, it seems. Um, thank you for, and you know, on that note, honestly and truly, thank you everybody for the feedback. Uh, honestly, yeah. like we get messages to, uh, every day and it's super appreciative. Like we're not getting no, paid. It keeps it going. We, we, yeah, it does yeah. keep it going. Like we, we, you know, we're talking about the ability or, uh, you know, putting uh, sponsorships together. Um, 
Yeah, we got something brewing big time. We have something brewing. Um, we haven't yet, um, but it, it may be coming, you know, as long as it, it's it's the right fit and all that stuff. But uh, mostly we want to make sure that, you know. Um, it's really in our court, though, to make it work. Totally, totally. We want to make sure it's the right the right fit. And, uh, even you know, at least for now, um, the the real payoff is, and not to be cheesy about it, but the real payoff is, is getting, you know, feedback from you guys. So we really appreciate it. Um, appreciate, um, anytime somebody sends in a little donation, it, it goes, that goes right into, uh, post-production credits from our podcasting hosting site. Uh, so we really appreciate that. Um, it's been great. Um, anyway, not to do yeah, it too much, it. but yeah, we've really, uh, it's been really fun. So that's been the payout, uh, so far in spades has been, uh, everybody enjoying the podcast, which we really love. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, let's recap a little bit. So the air show this weekend was really great. I got to uh, hang out a little bit with Rob Ryder, who's an awesome, awesome dude. Um, That's great. Really super genuine. Um, got to hang out with Wayne Boggs, uh, the Airboss guy. Yeah, um, how's he? He seems like a kind of a, a freaky dude. Like an intimidating so guy. Super intimidating. Um, yeah. Like really intimidating, but really uh, knowledgeable and really down to earth actually. And was just talking about, you know, didn't have anything bad to say about anybody, uh, which is always cool to be around really nice people. Yeah. And, um, you know, just like good, good to hang out with. And he was talking about like some of the past military teams and, you know, how cool they are and stuff like that. And uh, everybody just got along really great. Um, but I only got to hang out like one night uh, with a bunch of them. And um, what else happened? And I've uh, got to hang out with the T-Birds a little bit. Um, and me, dude, I went home and I'm like, can, and I went online. I'm like, how, what's the oldest you have to be? What's the oldest you can be to join the military and fly fighter jets? And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so into like, oh man, they're, they're just incredible people, man. Um, incredible. Dude, the blue angels so are why I joined the Navy. Yeah. That's, like, there's nothing cheesy about it, man. It's awesome. Yeah. What a great recruiting tool. Um, it is and it works and it's, it's amazing. I mean, it, you know, take the recruiting recruiting element out of it. Obviously, it's a really fun spectator um, event to watch a major team like that. Blue Angels, Thunderbirds, Snowbirds. But uh, yeah. yeah, dude, it, it is a great recruiting tool. And it's honestly, it's a, it works. I'm, you yeah. know, everybody might like our generation, right? Like we all talk about, uh, well, we're a little young, but like our parents probably talk about Top Gun. You know, it's like everybody was talking about Top Gun, right? Like, yeah. you know, everybody knew the F-14 because of Top Gun. Well, you know, right. I think most people probably know the military or join, either, you know, especially the Navy from the Blue Angels, Air Force, you know, Thunderbirds. Yeah, you know, that's, that's probably where you're getting your you're getting your uh, your propaganda these days. You know, and I mean that in a good way. I think it's an yeah. important tool. No, it's incredible. And um, I just like think, you know, like not like what it could have should have. But can you imagine like just being 25 or 23, however the youngest is where you get the keys to like whichever fighter jet and you're like, all right. Here you go. You're all checked out. Have fun. It's we'll, insane. Uh, we'll fill it up when you get back. And if anything breaks, just let us know. <laughs> Dude, in my in my squadron, so like, um, I was what? I was in two di- I was in two different two different F eighteen squadrons, um, when I was in the Navy, and it was insane, dude. So like, especially the end of fiscal year, every military pilot knows what I'm talking about. End of fiscal year comes up, and every squadron wants the same budget or more than what they had the previous year, right? Because if they don't use it, they lose it. So it's like, 
let's say, I don't know, your budget's, I don't even know what it would be, $6 million. And if you use 4.8, well, you, you will only get 4.8. So the last like two or three months before the fiscal year, dude, <laughs> pe- people were taking F-18s across the country home. People are going to weddings. Like I'm like, we're, we're packing up tuxes in the F-18 and like, they're just like, yeah, I'll see, see you guys in four days. And we're just like, oh my God, dude, like, holy shit. How cool is that? You guys taking a oh fucking F-18 home, you know, he's taking a fucking F-18 home for, to a wedding for the weekend. You know, um, that is freaking but it just amazing. Like insane. Insane. Yeah. I, uh, I did. How uh, would a pilot, how would a pilot that you were like crewing for? They're pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. They're, they were pretty cool. Um, my second squad. So my first squadron was what's called a rag replacement air group. So it was basically where they train. Uh, so you go, you know, you go to like, uh, Pax river or, um, I'm trying to think where the other one is, um, where you basically, you know, you fly the, the goshawk or you fly the, uh, um, Gosh, was it the T? F- fuck, what are the trainers? The Buckeye T2 Buckeye, which is not around anymore. Ah, cool. Um, um, you know, basically get their 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 initial jet, you know, training, and then they go to their respective Hornet or wherever to get their kind of like their squadron, you know, whatever they're going to actually be flying, uh, finish up training in that. And so we'd get these pilots that uh, would get their, you know. Um, their first flight in the Hornet, right? You know, so it, it was really fun to watch uh, these pilots train in the Hornet because I I was training to be a private pilot at the time, so it was really funny, you know, to like get these pilots come out. They're like, yeah, it's my first solo flight in the Hornet. I'm like, dude, that's fucking awesome, <laughs> you know, super cool. <laughs> that is fucking badass. Um, yeah, super fun. So like, they were all they were they were they were a little more uptight in that squadron, and that squadron was a Joint Marine and Navy squadron, so that it was a little more uptight, but. Uh, my second squadron was a combat squadron and they were a lot of them were pretty chill. You know, like uh, we'd go to Top Gun to do workups, uh, which is in Fallon, Nevada, um, about an hour east of Reno. And, you know, like a, a lot of the guys would go over to like Minden, Nevada, which is like the mecca for glider stuff. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, we're all going to go go fly gliders on the weekend, you know, and then they're like, you know, doing freaking ACM and, and dogfighting shit during the week on the in the Hornet. You know, it's super cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, it, it was wild. You watching these guys take these jets, you know, at, at you know twenty five years old, like, oh yeah, I got a wedding in fucking South Carolina. I'm gonna head out. Like, you're taking a fucking Hornet. <laughs> you're taking an F eighteen Hornet to, across the country. So cool. It's funny too because there's probably some like diva at that wedding. He's like, yo, check out my red Corvette, and the guy's like, oh yeah, huh, yeah, hmm. that's cool. That's that's cute. Yeah. <laughs> Stand by tomorrow after I uh, sober up and uh, fly over your fucking house at mile yeah. one. Yeah, but yeah, you might um, hear they, they you were they were something. pretty cool. But yeah, I got to um, that was that was fun, man. Those were fun times. The with you know fiddling with the Hornet, but dude, I was a total product of the Blue Angels. So I I I have a soft spot for the Thunderbirds and I mean especially the Blue Angels. Uh, but you know I have a soft spot for the demo teams, uh, big time because yeah. I owe my I my military so cool. career. It's fucking awesome. so cool. And they're, it's they're awesome. like, I mean, and you can even like see it in that, like they're like, I mean, obviously they're excited, they're pumped and really it seems like they're really um, glad to be a part of it. But like, can you imagine like out of that's, that's the odds of, well, maybe it's not as much as like, you know, becoming like a first baseman somewhere, but like out of every pilot in the military or in, the, in this case, like the U S air force or U S Navy, like they, you know, you apply, I, you know, I get it, but you get picked and like, ah, what, that's incredible. Like, oh, that's you're, awesome. you are, I mean, it's a very selective 
very selective. So I, um, I was lucky enough, fortunate enough to do, I was on the demo team, F-18 demo team for I my first squadron. Yeah. Um, oh, we should do a because I want to hear all the dirt about it. Ugh. I only did it for a little bit before I transferred, unfortunately. Um, but, uh, I, so I only did like, I only did like three air shows. Um, but it was, so it was long. a lot of fun. No, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, if you, if you guys ever saw a VFA 125 Rough Raider uh, demo from, that would have been in 2003. Um, if you were at Salinas Air Show, I think I did the Lemoore Air Show, which were where we were stationed. And then um, I did somewhere else. Might have been, um, gosh, it might have been Reno, to be honest with you. Um, that would have been me. Um, but but you it, get, it was like, a lot royal, of fun. You get royal treatment, right? Like you show up, you get a hotel room, you get all so, the food. We got treated okay. It was it was okay. Um, the demo team is uh, not no. as illustrious as like the Blue Angels. So I did um, I did actually apply to be a Blue Angel, um, and I made the first the first selection, and then I re- I withdrew because when I joined the military, I was like, I don't give a shit about traveling. I just want to work on the F-18 to see if I like it enough to, to want to fly it. And I want to go home on the weekends. So I, dude, I, I, I was taught, I graduated top of my class in Pensacola. They're like, where do you want to go? You can go to Italy, go to Hawaii, go to Guam. I was like, I'm going to go to Lemoore, California, which if you don't know Lemoore, California, <laughs> it's a fucking shit. It's a shit. It's, it's, what? you know, North of Bakersfield. Why, Why would you choose that? That is the Hornet land, dude. It's it had, it had, like 90% of the West coast Hornet squadrons there. And I think now it has every Hornet squadron. At least that was the plan when I got out in uh, 2006, it was to make that base be, have every Marine and uh, Navy Hornet squadron on the West coast stationed there. Uh, So I don't know if they did that or not, but yeah, it was, it was like Hornet Mecca, dude. I was like, I didn't, I don't want to go work on P3s. I don't want to go work on any other bullshit. I want to work on the F-18. And so um, I was fortunate enough to do that, obviously, but, uh, I, when I started the selection process for the blue angels, they like, I had to get model photos taken. I had to, I had to get a side profile <laughs> shot. I had to get a forward these? profile shot. <laughs> we need to post these. I don't, I don't. I yes, mean, in, do. in I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get in touch with your wife. I'm sure she can fucking <laughs> dig him up. I, I, <laughs> I really so don't have shit. We had a Navy, I had a Navy person, you know, Navy photographer take them and, and help, help on my application. I had recommendations and all that. And, made the first selection process. And then, um, they're like, okay, here's, here's the, basically the duty, you know, basically your, your, like your, your role and like what it's going to entail. And it was so arduous, man. It was traveling. Like, I think it was traveling 50 weeks out of the year. It was, it was a lot of travel. Like it was like, you're gone, dude. You're, you're fucking gone. Jeez. And I was like, man, I don't want to do that shit. Like I like I love the blue angels. That's like why I'm here. But I don't want to, I don't want to be gone. Like I want to go home on the weekends. I want to like get my pilot's license and do all that other shit. Now in hindsight, I don't know how this would have changed my life any differently, but in hindsight, I should have absolutely, who knows if I would have been selected. I only made the first round. There's, there's several, but I mean, if I'd have been a blue angel, holy fucking shit, you know, and those guys, you want to talk about, you want to talk about red carpet treatment. It is the pilots. I I mean, the the ground support for sure, but the pilots especially. Like, um, we, I know in San Francisco they get they get a I'm not kidding you a presidential motorcade. So they they roll through the full police brigade, uh, motorcycles, cars, the whole deals. They run red lights. They do not stop. You they go right to, to and from the hotel. I stay at the I, every year. 
we stay at the Performer Hotel in San Francisco, uh, which is so much fun. You know, I got to um, see uh, Greg Collier there, Mike Wiskus. You know, everybody's at the bar. The Blues are at the bar. You know, probably not I just at the picture, bar. But, I picture um, you like on the outside of the ropes, like cheering with like your favorite sign, like holding with two hands. Sign my chest. <laughs> sign my chest. Number two, I love you. I love you. Uh, <laughs> you got a sign like number number six in the air, number one in my heart. <laughs> Oh my God. That has to be a shirt. We have to make that. But yeah, those guys, they, dude, they get, they get, I mean, royal treatment would probably be an understatement. I mean, and can you imagine, dude, you're 25. If you're fucking single, oh my God. You have to swat the chicks off with, with, with a fucking bazooka. Like, you'd be like stepping over there. Like, they'd just be, a, you'd be stepping on their heads to get through. Just yeah. like lun- lunging yeah. across, like, oh, and they're just getting hit in the face with like bras and panties. Just oh, hundreds, hundreds fuck. of chicks in your DMs on Instagram every single fucking day. Every new stop, just like, oh yep. my god, it would be gross. You'd be like, I'm sick of it. I don't, even, I don't want, I don't want to touch these chicks. <laughs> gross. I've had my fill. But yeah, dude, they oh get they god. get treated they get treated like kings and queens, man. And they, I mean, they and they deserve it, you know, because that's it's super arduous. I mean, and, and I remember that in the application packet, they're like, this, this, um, if you are selected. It is an extreme arduous duty assignment. I think that's what they said on the application. It was an extreme arduous duty assignment. I'm like, you got to be on point man. like 20 hours of the day and then four hours you're sleeping. Yeah. you And you just can't make mistakes. And like, you know, I didn't. So I, I was an F-18 engine mechanic. That's not necessarily what I would. I was a plane captain, which is the equivalent of a crew chief uh, in the Air Force. So like, you know, making sure the airplane's clean wipe down, do all the checks, start up and shut down procedures and all that shit. Um, so I, I, I was that I was qualified to do that. I was qualified to do a bunch of stuff. So I didn't know what job I was actually going to get. But I was like, you know, if I sweep the fucking floors, I'm a blue angel. Who gives a shit? But still, yeah, gives you, you can't, probably you can't make mistakes. No oh, dude, are you kidding me? The fucking, <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll shine the shoes in the in the back room, you know, after the fucking show's done. Okay. <laughs> You're going to um, see me, me, you, and Ghoulie and just wiping bugs off the leading edges. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't yeah. matter. We're on the team. <laughs> you're, you're Blue Angel number 62. You're the guy that comes out at 9 o'clock at night when everybody's gone home. Everybody's with, you know, partying and stuff. And you're just like, okay, I guess I'm going to clean the canopy now. You're the canopy cleaner. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, didn't, clean. I didn't know what job I was going to do, but... um. You know, like any of those, any of the ground support, you, you have to be on. I mean, you have to be so on all the time. There, there's so much, I mean, for obvious, well, you know, the, the, not the most PC now, but like, obviously there's huge fitness standards. There's haircut standards. There's clothing standards. There's professional standards. Like, dude, there, there was a guy, uh, I mean, two Blue Angels were kicked out of the team uh, a couple of years ago for, you know, fraternization. It's like, you can't fuck around, dude. You're a Blue Angel. You're a Thunderbird. Uh, you are a all, and you will, you are one of those 24 seven. It doesn't matter Jeez. if it's a Sunday and you have a day off or a Tuesday and you're, you know, you're out fucking around with your buddies, dude. If you, if you do something wrong, man, you're, you're fucked. Does so Emily, it's, it's, a, does, it's a hard job. Does your wife know that you got to accept the pass the first round? Cause she does, I would yeah. take, she should know. And I would take that letter and remind her every day. I don't even have, <laughs> I don't have, I have no evidence of that. So everybody's probably like, you're full of shit. And it's not like, uh, don't get me wrong. It's not like, uh, I mean, I was, I was better than average for sure in terms of qualifications, uh, on paper, which is why I made it 
past the first round, but there's no, there's no telling that I would have made it even past the second round. Who knows? Uh, Maybe I would have, maybe I wouldn't have. I hope that somebody is listening who's connected with the blue angels. I can dig up your file because you definitely have a file somewhere. I'm sure I don't. (laughs) No, no. Like the application, you know, application file. um, They definitely keep that shit. Maybe, maybe they have it. It would have been, that would have also been in 2003. Um, maybe, maybe 2002, 2003. Yeah. 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 Maybe some generals listening. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, hopefully like I told somebody, uh, some of the people at the uh, dinner um, that we do a podcast and it's fun and yada, yada, yada. So it'd be interesting if we get some, uh, some listeners at this. Yeah. And if we do welcome to the podcast, welcome, send us Shout a message, out. tell us what you like, what you don't yeah. like, and we'll probably forget. <laughs> I'd love to get, dude, we got to get a Thunderbird on here or a blue angel, but like uh, I'd love to, I'd love to talk to a major military demo team pilot just to, to, Man, yeah, just, just talk. I feel like I would love that to happen, but they wouldn't, you know, because we got to get somebody who's like just off the team, though. You know, I can kind of delve a little deeper into it because we're going to ask some well, questions that that would have to be a very be. cookie cutter interview for a, for yeah, a and that's, member. And that's not what we're about. No, we're talking talking about blue angels stepping on heads and getting yeah. <laughs> Ross. How many? <laughs> How many thousands of women's panties do you have in your suitcase? Yeah. How much time you got? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. That's funny. Yeah. What else we I got? got you, that's it. I think um, we got to get somebody from the MX company on because I, as we're going through this podcast, I was, you know, looking into their uh, social media stuff and like Jim Burke commented. He's like, Great job, Odd, or whatever the heck. And then MX commented back, like, um, let me find out exactly. Um, they commented back. Blah, 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 blah. Jim Burke, it won't be long, Jim. Thanks for your patience. We were building you a kick ass plane. Like, so I don't know. I just, I want to see what's going on. Let's, like, what, what's, I like to learn about their production. Uh, process. Let's and get like Mitchell what goes on. on there. Let's yeah, let Jim, let's reach out to Mitchell and get get him on. That's easy. Yeah, I think everybody wants to know too because I think everybody's you know jumping out the bit to get these things you know in a box and and see it fly and let it compete against the other airplanes. Listen, I, you know, we it's and it's fun. That so many people take this uh, seriously, and it's it's really not that serious. Like we I, we I love talking smack airplane pitting air. You know. Oh, the extra so much better. Fuck MX or, you know, uh, fuck this. And this is cool. You know, the, the biplane versus monoplane thing, you know, it's, it's like as a, it's, it's as old as time, right? Like just like tricycle gear and tailwheel, you know, it's, it's fun to have those debates and, and be spirited about it and, and fuck around, you know, and hopefully nobody takes it too seriously, you know, um, yeah. the MX dude, MX is a ridiculous airplane. It's, it's for anybody to think that it's not, an amazing airplane you're fooling yourself you know yeah um, i love extra everybody knows i love extra but come on um the mxs is is an insane airplane uh i would yeah. love to get we got to get somebody on let's get mitchell on see if he'll come on or i mean i don't know who else it would be you know um hell All i, I mean, know is that it's an australian rob holland, let's get rob holland back on and and talk just mx yeah that would know. be cool that would be cool 
somebody that, really that knows the airplane inside and out, that knows the production, you know, that knows kind of what's going on. I'd love to hear. I, I Well, then Rob may not know this. Maybe he does. But like, I'd love to hear kind of more like the vision of the company, because that was what was really fun to talk to Philip about with Gamebird is like, you know, how did the company get here? Where is it going? You know, and and uh, it would have been so easy for Philip to be like, dude, here's the Gamebird. Here's the GB1. We're done. Right. And. They're still going. Yeah. They're they're creating airplane. They're they're on to the next one. Um, yeah, everybody you know, wants to, everybody wants to know what's going on. Yeah, so I, I I think if there's one company I want to know has too. been bad about it, it's been MX. They've been kind of bad at, yeah. at you know that side of things. The marketing, uh, Gen Pro is atrocious. Who knows? Nobody knows <laughs> what the fuck's going on with Gen, Gen Aviation. Um, nobody. In fact, show. they've been they've been radio silent forever. You know, they'll go what months without a show. post. It's it's terrible. Yeah. You know, whereas at least MX is an incredible airplane. So like, let's, I would love to know they, they need to, to work a little bit more on their, on their social media and their communication. So maybe we can, you know, let's get somebody on. Maybe we can, we can make that happen and bridge that gap a little bit. Cause I think we're both, I mean, we're both fans. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. I'd love, freaking love to fly one. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and then we got other news. Um, we were speaking last podcast. We were talking a little bit about apparel, remember gloves and, and shit like that. Yes. So um, we both got packages of a certain glove that yes. could, that that will make its way into the aviation market specifically for sport aviation, aerobatics. Um, it's a lightweight glove. And I tried the can we call it a prototype? It's, it's not, not. It's a production. It's a, this is a production glove. It's a production glove, but we're going to hope to just add or take away a couple things to it. Um, it's I, phenomenal I'm as it is. to do that. I'm actually hoping we get to do that. Um, yeah. I don't want to make it specific. Uh, so, uh, you know, Luke was to, generous to enough to send us the EVS Air MX glove, which EVS is the parent company. So this is like, uh, I guess this is like a BMX glove. It's, it's a little thin for a moto glove, I think. Um, yeah, it's definitely it's basically, BMX. It's like a golf glove. Um, and I know, so like, I know you wear a golf glove. Uh, yeah. uh, forgive me if I butcher your last name, Jeff, but Jeff Gabriotti, right. Who flies the, uh, flies an extra out of uh, Chicago. I think, um, he wears golf gloves. Um, there's a, a few lot of people, people that, do. Yeah. A lot of people that want to wear like a thin wrist or, you know, like slightly longer. I, I don't even know what you would call it. Like, Cause this is, this is essentially a wrist glove. It's a little longer. It doesn't end quite as short as some golf gloves. It's a little longer, but not much. It's not certainly not a forearm like a Sparco or a. Uh, if you uh, fly with a golf glove, if you fly with a, glo- a golf glove right now and you use this glove, you would like it better. You would like this glove. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually just I actually just put it on right now. It's it's I can easily see why this would be a great flying glove. Right. So much super feel. nice. Super, super nice. There's no. um there's no latch, the so you have to worry. No yeah, stupid Velcro bullshit. I hate that Velcro bullshit, dude. I can't stand the Velcro at the end because um, it catches everything. And it's a nice glove. I think Yeah. Um, this is a, a glove that could easily market to aviation that that, I, that they're not, and I think they should. Yeah, but, and I'm hoping to just add one thing to it and then take away um, a little bit of material right where the thumb is. Yeah, it's a little thick there. Um Cause there's, they've doubled up. So like the glove is basically, I don't, I don't know what material this is at the top of it's nylon. 
Um, it's a it's, stretchy. It's like, I think it's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a nylon type. I don't know. Some like something like that type of material, very yeah. light and very, uh, very smooth. But like, uh, it's a le- kind of a leather bottom, uh, palm to the glove. And, and, um, there's a couple of grip kind of, a the rubber grippy material on, uh, the middle finger and the index finger. And then the thumb has, is a, kind of doubled up on the leather. So it's a little thick on the thumb, but not yeah. anything. Um, I was a little, when I saw it, I was like, oh man, is that going to make you have an inability to feel, uh, with your thumb and it, it doesn't, it's it's just a little thick, but yeah. this would be a good, this would be a good flying glove. Obviously. I mean, they, they made this be, for people that are fucking falling. Right. Um, we're yeah. not using our hands to, to like, I mean, and I wouldn't say these are like a, they're, it's not padded in any way or anything like that. It's a very thin, uh, breathable glove, but just has that kind of doubled up thumb area that my guess would be, uh, because you're really gripping handlebars with it. Whereas, you know, we're gripping a stick, but don't really need that doubled up leather there. But so yeah, so hold off, glove, man. hold off on getting anything. We're going to get something and hopefully we, hopefully we can get like a 5% coupon code for our listeners. It's coming. Uh, yeah. yeah it's, we're, I think we're going to do better than 5% too. Um, but oh, yeah. 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 Lyft's been, cool. uh, Lyft's been great, man. Um, we're going to, we've got some cool stuff coming down the line. Um, and I want to talk, we don't have to do it this podcast, but if we do it next podcast, I'm going to make a YouTube video. Uh, so I've, I've had a couple of requests for this already. I, I made a YouTube video a long time ago of unboxing the lift helmet and then uh, some calm stuff and some com- comparisons to the bonehead. Um, but I'm going to make another video of the new calm setup that uh, from Tiger Performance that Lyft is partner with, which I've been really happy with so far. But I want to make um, I'm going to make a, a, a video kind of talking about the communication setup and the differences. Um, I'm going to make a video specific to the HGU helmet, uh, the visor mod that I do on all my helmets that uh, a lot of people ask me about. Um, but I think if we don't, we're kind of running out of time now, but, um, I do want to talk about the comms. I'll probably you know, kind of like a leisurely talk about what the Let's current, wait because yeah, I, I might yeah. be, you know, there might be a wink, wink, um, with that thing. Cause then we can couple it into one whole, whole thing. The unboxing on me. my end and shit like that. That'd be freaking badass. Yeah. 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 That'd be great. Yeah. And I, um, Man, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I've, it's everything I've already said before. I hate to say it because it just sounds like um, this is a lift podcast, but and it's not. Um, but I've uh, been really happy with the new setup and and kind of what they're what they're doing and yeah. some exciting stuff coming down. Yeah, we got to approach some other companies and uh, let them send them some stuff and and we'll we'll plug it. You know, yeah. you got anything out there? You know, like a light coming motor. Send me a motor. I'll I'll use it. Plug it. Uh, yeah. let you know how it is. Send me a fresh Thunderbolt and I'll compare it to my, uh, my, my, my tired, uh, 540. And yeah, yeah. give it an honest yeah. review. Give me an, send me an NG. <laughs> I'm happy. I'll hanger it. I'll even put fuel in it. I'm happy yeah. to do it. That's, that's You're my commitment to you. Walter. You'll pay for the fuel. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm willing to do You don't that. normally, yeah. you don't normally do that. No, 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 but I, I, I will make an exception. I was thinking about that, uh, in, you know, in closing, but, um, I was thinking about that four minute freestyle contest with a purse, you know, of, uh, if you grant you just, cold, hard cash. No, I was just thinking because, because Lee from hangar was that 145 or 145. 45? Yeah. Yeah. You know, 145. Oh, he was, so, he was so generous to, to rebuild Patty's 300 S we should just auction that thing off. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Thank you so much for your your continued uh, you know dedication to the sport, your tireless efforts of restoring Patty Wagstaff's 300s. Now we're going to auction. Get- we are going to auction it off for you. Yeah, I mean it's the least you like can do. It. it is the least you can do. <laughs> Oh, that's oh, so man. funny. Sure. Love you, Lee. We got to get him Lee. on. We got to get him on. Let's work on getting him on. And I got to reach out, man. There's so many people uh, we got to reconnect with. Uh, there's a couple of people that are like, hit me up in a couple of weeks or I, I'm got I got this. I got that. And uh, there's just a lot of people in the queue. Um, yeah. So and we we've get, been having we kind up- of a. What's that? No, I was just going to say we got to update our cancel list. We do have to update our cancel list. I love yeah. canceling people, dude. Brings joy to my heart. It does. Brings absolute joy. Feels really good. (laughs) Feels really good. But yeah, next week we'll, uh, um, I'm going to work. You know what? I'm going to work. If we can't get, uh, Sean worked out, uh, um, with equipment, uh, we'll, we'll get him on. Cause I, 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 Sean is, so Sean brought again is somebody that I've admired because I've, I've seen snippets of his flying here and there and here and there. And I'm like, fuck man, that guy can fly. And now that, um, he's, 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 he's going for it. That's going to be really fun. He's got a lot of fun stuff to talk about and he's a good story because, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that might be at like a turning point of, you know, which direction to go or what category to be in. And, you know, he's been, I would say moving fast within categories, but, you know, definitely putting in his time, flying a lot of contests. So he's putting the effort in totally. And, um, you know, has a lot of knowledge on, on what goes on at contests and how to do it. And he knows a lot of people and I'm sure some fun stories and, Yada yada yada. So um definitely uh worth hearing and worth talking to. And um I think people can definitely learn a lot from him. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get him on at some point. If it doesn't work out next week, I'm gonna start lining up. We'll make sure we have a guest on next week because uh I'd love to keep the format where we have like guest and then no guest, guest and no guest. Um yeah. I, I think that kind of mixes it up a lot, and then we don't you know, we don't run out of uh the the 14 people that are willing to come on this fucking show. We don't run out of them too quickly. But um <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll next week. Uh, I, I promise to 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 work uh, my damnedest to get. Uh, we'll get a guest on, and we got to talk to Lee and get him on. Um, I've actually, there, man, there's fuck. There's just so many like little. Uh, what do they call that? Um, Stokes of the fire. Uh, I don't know, but um, yeah, Lee and I have been talking about some things too. Um, Ooh, that I don't, I don't know that we can share. I have to find out if I if we can share them. But either way, we should have him on because he restored Patty Waxhouse fucking three hundred S. What are we doing, Jeff? What are we doing? Why don't we have him on? That's a I, whole podcast. It is. And First the fact of all, that he kept, he kept it quiet for a year is ridiculous. You. That is what, so the four, the first hour and 42 minutes are going to be spent berating him for keeping it a secret. Yeah. I just want to shit on him for like a, at least an hour. Like, listen, Lee, you're a real asshole. You know, and you're then I'll be like, well, you know, like I wanted to keep it. Fuck you. You're an asshole. You know, how dare like, you keep well, secrets? Exactly. And like, what was going through your head when you were talking to people and you had all this information and you were like, no, not cool enough. I'm not going to let you in on it. Yeah. 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 Are we just butthurt? I wish I, I wish I had that ability. I got to be honest. I can't (laughs) do that. I I could never do that. I will never have that ability. No, (laughs) I could never in a million years. Oh my God. Unless it's serious. I don't have the ability to keep it a secret. If you told me, I don't have the the ability to keep it a secret if it was me. If I was doing the thing, <laughs> I would have to tell somebody. Yeah. 
So just like yeah, diarrhea um, of the mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, gossip queens, you know. Love it. All right. Yeah. Um. We'll work. I'm, I'm gonna let's reach out to him after the after we get off here and uh, work on uh, getting gonna, him on because that's a cool story, man. He's he's a fucking dude. There's so many. So for every person that like loses the candle a little bit and gets out of um, competing and sells their airplane, there are people that come in and just kind of take over and and pick up the torch and and take it and run, man. And these. Not not to say that he took it from, you know, but like Sean, you know, bought Foster's airplane. So it's like it's sad that Foster's, you know, not flying, but Sean's taking it and running with it, dude. He's going yeah, fucking he's, full black. He's training really, really hard. Yeah. And, you know, to see Patty Wax has 300S, even though that was in storage forever in I think it was in Colorado. Right. Um, you know, he took it and, and now he's the new caretaker of that amazing airplane. And it's so crazy that that airplane just sat for years, taken apart. And then all of a sudden it's not all of a sudden he made it feel like that, but a painstaking restoration and paint and, and assembly. And that's fucking cool. It's really cool to see that stuff. No, it's, it needs, it needs to be told. The story yeah. needs to be told. The story needs to be told. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Jim, and what else you got, dude? Let's take a let's take a fork in this thing. We're we're bingo fuel. Let's get out of here. Um, <laughs> episode thirty. <laughs> you like that, huh? huh? I want to cringe. Little, uh, little airplane <laughs> reference. We're, let's let's cancel IFR. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a cool call sign to name you. Like, oh god, I can't. I'll think of it next oh. week and just annoy. I'll annoy you with it. Let's call you. There some we go. S- Hey, why? Why no? Why no? Why no? Hey, I like that. I'll take that. I've been called way worse. All right, guys. Episode thirty-seven in the bag. Thank you guys for uh, all the likes and subscribes and followings on Instagram. Uh, Please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, um, your favorite podcast, uh, you know, channel. You can download right from the website, flycoolshit.com. Uh, if you feel generous enough to give a little d- donation, there's a donate button there. Uh, if you want to buy, you know, Jeff and I a cup of coffee, you know, a nice latte, um, mm. whatever, you know, I love a good latte. Whatever donation you feel is necessary goes right to the podcast. We don't pocket. Uh, ne- uh, I I have the account, but I don't pocket it. It goes right into post-production and hosting and website stuff. Um, and it keeps, uh, keeps the podcast going and allows us to kind of do what we want to do. And uh, that is uh, to bring you guys is this entertainment? I don't know. Whatever it is, we bring it to you and you fucking listen. Pretty cool. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so on Great that talk. note. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeffy, you got anything else, buddy? That's it, brother. All right. Till next time, guys. Next week. Peace out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 